Well, I'm Nelson, and uh, I work as a director for the GLOW program in Central California Conference. And uh, I'd like to start off this morning by sharing with you a quick story. Not too long ago, we had a young woman who carried literature with her, and she happened to stop by someplace where she, she decided to take one of her tracks and to set it on a table. Simple enough, right? Anybody here could do that. So she set her tract on the table, and lo and behold, this was a table at a convention where a bunch of evangelical pastors were getting together on a prayer day. Now, she set it by the registration table. The problem was is that she set it there late. And all the pastors had already signed up, so she thought. And she said, you know what? I don't know if anything's going to come of this. They probably aren't even going to go to that registration booth. Well, at the end of the prayer meeting, somebody got up front on the stage and said, uh, excuse me, pastors, a bunch of you have not signed up, and we need you to go back to the registration booth and sign up. <laughs> so here comes this horde of evangelical pastors back to that table. Everybody's grabbing the glow literature. And one of them happened to be the Merced County Jail Chaplain. He picked up a glow tract entitled, Does God Care That I'm Hurting? He read it. He called the phone number on the back, and he said, I want this literature for all 900 of my men in jail. A few months later, we got a second call from him ordering more literature in Spanish, and we said, well, okay, this is good. Why are you ordering more? And he said, well, an inmate came up to me, and he showed me that you guys uh, have these Spanish tracts, too. I didn't know that. And so apparently a Spanish tract had snuck into there, and we didn't even ship them any Spanish tracts. <laughs> literature's going all over the place. Now, to date, we've sent over 2,000 pieces of literature to this jail because one tract was set on a table. Amen. Amen? Now, actually what this is, it's not my notes for the welcome. These are handwritten letters from people signing up for Bible studies because you've been passing out literature. Amen? Amen? In fact... I have a handwritten letter right here from one of the inmates in that Merced County Jail. Would you like to hear it? Yes. Glow Literature. That's whom it's entitled to. <laughs> to whom this may concern, my name is Arthur Herman, and I am currently incarcerated. I want to get into the Word a lot more than I have been. I am accepted Jesus in my life and would like to know more about Him. Can you please send some free literature? Thank you very much, and God bless. Sincerely yours, Arthur Herman. This is our paycheck, brothers and sisters. Amen? Not too long ago, actually in 1902, a very special woman wrote these words. She said, The best help that ministers can give to our people, the what kind of help? The best help that our ministers can give to our people in our churches is not sermonizing, but planning work for them. Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. The best help that the ministers can give to the members of our churches is not sermonizing, but planning work for them. Give each one something to do for others. Many of us might have come today with mixed motives. Oftentimes we do that. Some here might have come so that we could hear infamous Adventist preachers. Some here might have come because they saw a bulletin insert and said, hey, I've seen that guy on 3ABN. I want to see him face to face. Some of us here might have come today because we want to mingle and mix with other Adventists that we haven't seen in a while since camp meeting or GYC. Those are all okay motives. But you know the best motive for coming to the Glow Rally? is so that we can learn how to reach people who are on the outside of these walls. Amen. The reason why this Glow Rally is happening today is not so that you can hear good sermons. We have enough of those. Amen? Amen. The reason why you have come today is so that we can learn how to better reach the people in our own home communities. Amen? Amen. This rally is going to meet its objective when you drive away from here and you're at the gas pump and you hand a piece of literature to the person who's pumping gas next to you. That is when the rally is going to meet its objective. This rally is going to meet its objective when you are back home in the grocery store line and you strike up a conversation with the person behind you and you happen to give them a tract about Jesus. That is when this rally is going to meet its objective. Amen? One last story here. Otherwise, I just keep on going. Um, <clears throat> I heard an amazing testimony the other day. This happened in Arizona. GLOW has spread to 12 different conferences uh, since its two-year beginning. And 
one church had just started the GLOW program in Arizona. One young woman from that church happened to have her tracks with her, and she was carrying them on the bus on her ride to go to work. Now, she felt an overwhelming conviction to hand that track to the person who was sitting next to her, a complete stranger. Now, she was a little shy, so she held back. But eventually, the bus came to a stop, and she realized, if I don't give this guy a track right now, I might not ever see him again in my life. Have you guys ever felt something like that? You know, convicted to hand out those tracks in your little, I don't know if I want to? We all go through that. Well, anyway, she mustered up her courage. She pulled the tract out of her pocket, and it was one that says, does God care that I'm hurting? And she said, here you go. <laughs> Expecting the worst. He took the tract, he looked at it, he said, I was just praying that God would give me a sign if he didn't want me to commit suicide. And I think that this is it. I heard that story from the young woman who you're going to see up here in just a few minutes. It's a valid story. Can you imagine what would have happened if she wouldn't have had that literature with her? If there's one thing that I want to get across is that in our welcome this morning, glow is not a tract. Glow is a concept. Glow is a concept of carrying literature with you wherever you're at. You don't have to be a paid professional to be a literature evangelist. You can put this in your pocket, and if you have an opposable thumb, you can be a literature evangelist. That is what GLOW is. It's a concept. We're not loyal to a name. We're not loyal to a brand. You can pass out any literature you want as long as it's doctrinally true. I don't care if it's amazing fact stuff. We don't praise a name lest we become institutionalized. Amen? Our loyalty should not be to a name or a brand. Rather, our loyalty should be to the command of our Savior, who told us that all of us should carry tracts through his prophet. Let every believer scatter broadcast tracts and leaflets containing the message for this time. So, brothers and sisters, in closing, I'd like to say welcome to the Glow Rally 2010. And we, we pray that you would come away from this rally being more equipped and more inspired to reach others in your home community. Amen? Let there be light. Good, good morning to everybody. Are you guys excited to be here this cold uh, morning in, Arizona, in California? I'm from Arizona, and this is a little chilly for me, but we are so thankful that everyone is here to hear the goodness of God, and all the testimonies that we are going to be sharing with you is not to glorify self, but to glorify God, because it says, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, we give you glory and honor for thy truth. Uh, so welcome, and uh, we just are excited to share testimonies that hopefully will change your lives as you go out and share the truth. Hello, brothers and sisters. My name is Raquel, and I'm originally from the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. <laughs> this testimony actually happened in Phoenix. I opened the door, and the gentleman had, didn't want anything to do with me, so he passed me over to his girlfriend. I invited her to the evangelistic meetings that we were holding at our church, and she was like, oh, okay. And I, I had this glow little literature, and I gave it to her. And she was like, okay. so. It was kind of, it seemed like everything would be down, but a week later, she calls me, because I had my phone number there. She calls me and says, hey, where's your church at? I want to go to your church. Wow. I said, well, we're located in this area. And she said, I was on the, in the car hearing a radio station, and there was a powerful preacher preaching from Chicago, and he mentioned that he was Seventh-day Adventist. Amen. Three months ago, brothers and sisters, both her and her boyfriend were baptized. Amen. Two weeks ago, her 14-year-old daughter was baptized, Amen. and both of them are now going door-to-door -door with me and many others in our church, finding Bible studies and sharing the gospel. They are a living testimony of what giving light to our world does do. Amen? Amen. I want to leave you with this passage found in Psalms 19.4. Both of these women are on fire for Christ. Their voice goes out into all the world, their words to the ends of the earth. Amen. Amen. Uh, good morning. Uh, my name is James. I'm from Phoenix. And <laughs> um, uh, actually, my testimony actually, actually happened in uh, my place of work. 
uh, it happened. Uh, I was praying. I was praying to God that, that He will show me a way I can witness my uh, my coworkers, and and like a couple of days later, uh, in my play, in my church, they uh, they had a glow presentation, uh, which I took as an answer to my prayer. Uh, I took Man. some glows, took some glows. I took them to work. I passed them out to my coworkers, um, which kind of opened a way that I can uh, you know share literature, great controversy, and other other books uh, through that. About a year, a year later, one of my coworkers was going through some, you know, some problems. Um, she called me and asked me to pray for her. I prayed for her, and uh, like a couple, of two, two days later, she actually said, uh, you know, she wants to change the direction of her life. Amen. And the amazing thing in my church, they they were just about to start a, they were just about to start a, you know, a, a cooking seminar, which will transition to a, to a revelation seminar. Uh, I invited her to the Revelation Seminar, and uh, through that, she got baptized, and now she's a, a fellow member in my church. Amen. To God be the glory, eh? Praise God for that. Well, good morning, saints. Good morning. My name's Scott, and I'm from Exeter. Um, every year, I spot my boy some money to buy him. He buys a lamb, and he shows it at 4-H and does all that, so... Um, at Solari County Fair, it's the last day and he's got to do cleanup. So I'm going to meet him and we're going to go watch a destruction derby. Well, in the summertime, I always like to wear a t-shirt with a little pocket on it so I can be armed with some glow. Right on. And so, <laughs> so I'm in line to get my ticket and it's real slow because it's the last day of the fair and there's a lady in there and she's like trapped in there. So I buy my ticket, and then I pull out a, a globe, the one about the state of the dead, about what happens when you die. And I said, hey, read this. You might like it. And so then I walk around the corner, and they're tearing my ticket and stamping my hand, and I feel somebody tap me on the shoulder. So I turn around, and this lady's crying. Hmm. A, excuse me. So um, I thought, wow, what did I do? And, um, <laughs> And she goes, um, thank you, thank you. Wow. My boy just died this week. Oh. And so, um, so I showed her the little thing on the back, how to contact GLOW, and that this is a Bible-based outreach. Amen. Amen. You know, this is not words of man. Amen. And um, she hugged me, and I hugged her, and then that was, you know, I went my way. So there was a seed planted there. You know? And then there was a, the joy in your heart when you share this. Is, yes, amen. Thank you. Amen. Hi, I'm Desiree, and I'm the secretary for GLOW here in Clovis, and it is quite a privilege to be able to hear all the testimonies that, that really come in and the, the Bible study interests. And the one that I'd like to share that really um, has a lot of going on with it is uh, in Arkansas, of all places, and it's with uh, a William uh, Little that called in. And I just praise the Lord for William and his uh, excitement about GLOW. He's 23 years old, a Bible worker there in, in Arkansas. And uh, he, one of the church, uh, churches that he's at um, and doing Bible work, he, they started an evangelistic series. And a man named Buster came. That's a, a name that's not his real name. But... Uh, he was watching Amazing Facts at 3 a.m. I don't know what in the world he was doing, but anytime he could watch it. And so he started coming to these evangelistic series and found the truth there um, at the evangelistic series. And he wanted to do something for the Lord. And so they were getting literature. And um, some of uh, William's friends came that had just gone to an ASI convention, found out about GLOW. They wanted to have something that they could pass out. So they put that in their church. Hmm. And um, Buster was so excited about it, he took everything that they had. There was nothing left. And so, so Buster's passing it out wherever he could go. He owns a furniture business, and for some reason, I don't really know all the details, he ended up having to serve some time in prison. He was on parole, and he'd go in at Friday at 5 p.m., leave at Sunday. During that time, um, he would bring his Bible in, and he would bring glow tracks in, 70 to 100 at a time. 
when he would go through security, the um, security officer said, um, I'm sorry, Buster, you know, you're not supposed to have anything in here. And he says, those are my bookmarks. And he said, Buster, he goes, you must have lost your mind, but he passed him right through. Amen. And so as the people were seeing um, Buster change and be so different, they wanted to hear what it was about him. So he would share um, and have Bible studies with them. And pretty soon he was let out. Now by the state, he's given permission to go in there, to do Bible studies. He's given thousands and thousands. William, each time he calls me each week, orders 1,000 to 2,000 glow literature. This man, Buster, is so excited. He says, I am going to give till it hurts. Wow. He says, even though the economy is so bad, I'm going to give. Amen. And there was, he's so excited. I got this testimony. I had William write this out about um, how they have, have gotten uh, glow into the community. And they're doing it everywhere. But Buster got excited and said, you know what? I want to send this glow everywhere. Amen. And so he decided, I wonder how many glow tracks I can put in an envelope and it's not going to cost me even a cent more. He found that he could get six glow tracks in an envelope and it still cost 44 cents. Amen. And what he didn't know is years before, we know somebody who said something that I just found this out about when I read this. It says, when you write a friend, you can enclose one or more without increasing postage. That's in First Testimonies. And so Buster didn't even know that he was following the spirit of prophecy. But he's not stopping there. This guy, he is so excited. So he, just in that amount of time, he passed out 4,700 pieces times six because he Lord. went ahead and continued. And this, this man is unstoppable. And so I want to encourage you that not one of you will stop until Jesus comes. Amen, amen. Praise God for that powerful testimony. I have a letter here. Dear Glow, I am doing time in prison and I'm trying to change my life around and learn more about God. I want to ask if you could send me a Bible, Old and New Testament, and any other reading material you could provide me with. Thank you for your time. Hope to hear from you soon. God bless. This gentleman is doing time in Arizona, and uh, praise God, we've been able to send some literature and uh, Bible, uh, Bible and some studies for him to start learning about Jesus. Hi, my name is Connie Allen. I'm uh, the, the GLOW leader in Sonora, and this experience is happening as I speak here in Sonora. Uh, about nine months ago, I was uh, the GLOW leader on a Sabbath afternoon, taking uh, another lady out, on, knocking on doors, taking our survey, looking for Bible studies, and we ran into one of my neighbors that I had met before. Her name's Rachel, and she's here with me today, and she's very shy. But anyway, I started giving Bible studies to Rachel. And, and you know where it says in the spirit of prophecy that we work on the plan of addition. God works on the plan of multiplication. I want to let you know how this works. Anyway, um, as I was giving Bible studies to Rachel, Rachel says, Connie, uh, I have another friend we need to give Bible studies to. And uh, I know her. She lives here in Sonora. Her name's Maria. Let's go and give Bible studies to Maria, too. So uh, Rachel and I have been giving Bible studies to Maria. In the meantime, um, Rachel's invited her husband, George. And George is now coming to church. And uh, yeah. while we're sitting in Maria's house giving Maria Bible studies, Maria lives in a house where there's other people that live there, and one of the ladies there by the name of Kayla has been listening to our Bible studies and starting to sit in on them. Do you see how God is multiplying his work? Yes. And also, as Rachel and I have been going out doing glows on Sabbath afternoon, we are meeting other people with our glow tracks, and we have a, a couple on that same street by the name of Steve and Linda who are now taking uh, DVDs that I'm giving to them, and I believe we'll have them in the church soon. Uh, my husband also works at the prison there in Jamestown, him and several other people from the church. And we took, just a week ago, we took a whole pile of glow tracks to the prison. And I was able to tell the prisoners there, now you want to witness for Christ, because that's part of the work that we do as Christians. When we join the body of Christ, Amen. we start sharing, we start witnessing. So now glow tracks are in Sierra Conservation Amen. Camp, and we're going to be taking them up there. And I wanted to show you one last thing. Because you want to share glow tracks everywhere you go, the post office, the bank, your grocery line. We're standing in line at the grocery store. Get what I got at Walmart, ladies. I got this purse here. It's got a little pocket. And you just bring it out. It's right there. 
Amen. Amen. Go ahead. Hi. Um, my name is Judy Benjamin, and the summer of 08, the Lord convicted me to go back into canvassing. And I had moved back to Michigan, and as I was out knocking on doors one day, the Holy Spirit um, started really working on me and saying, Judy, the work is not going to be finished by just you going door to door, but by you motivating church members to do this work. Amen. And so he led me to page 7 of Cole Porter Ministry that says if church members realize the importance of the work, they would devote more time to it. Hmm. So I'm like, okay. If I go into churches, do a PowerPoint presentation, 99.9, .9, dig their heels in the carpeting, and they think you're never going to catch me doing this, right? But the Lord led me to page 21 in Cole Porter Ministry where it says, Every believer should scatter tracts, leaflets, and booklets to be passed out. And so I began to put together this PowerPoint presentation. The Holy Spirit was giving me the ideas of what text to use. And I went to my bookshelf, and I thought, well, what kind of tracts am I going to use? And he led me to this Signs of the Times, one on the second coming, which I think it just fell out right here. And I looked on the back, and I saw it had a Discover address. And I thought, there needs to be a phone number on here with a name. So I made up my own address labels. And I thought the Lord directed me to um, go into a church, canvas around there for a month, and then um, go in there every Sabbath and share testimonies up front of experiences you're having. So I set up my first appointment on a Monday started canvassing there, set up the appointment with the pastor, and the next day I get a call from Larry Carter, who trained me back in 85, wow. and he says, Judy, have you heard about our GLOW program? Wow. And I'm like, what do you mean GLOW program? And he says, it's a literature distribution program for our church members. We have a PowerPoint, and we use the little signs of the times tracks. Wow. And I got goosebumps, and it just shows you how the Holy Spirit is working on hearts of people all across the United States Amen. and Amen. all across the world. And this thing is not stopping. Amen. Kent Millard started this, Larry. And it started in North Carolina. We got churches started in Texas. And you guys, it's just so exciting to see that what Nelson has done here and all of you, how it's so organized. And you guys are all so on fire for this. And you guys are, have set a pace here, a, a track record of what needs to be done across Amen. North America. Thank Amen. You. Thank you for sharing. Good morning. My name is Arlene Castillo. I'm from uh, the Reetley Church. And I'll let you know right off, I didn't plan this, and I'm out of my comfort zone here. Hmm. Praise God. Praise God. I grew up in the church. Um, but I, I, I left the church, and I left for 23 years. It's a long time. And when I came back, even though I grew up in the church, I didn't realize that we were supposed to be a service for God. And as I started to realize this, I'm like, oh, my goodness, God, then put me to work. And he did. So when you pray that, know that God, he, um, he follows through on his word, and his word tells us, that we are his disciples. Amen. That means we're going to go out. Right. So um, I teach the youth in Reetley, and that was out of my com comfort zone. And uh, I got involved with the Bible worker there and giving Bible studies. That was way out of my comfort zone. Amen. I didn't even really know the Bible, but, you know, God qualifies, and he Amen. starts teaching you, as you, work, as you work with him. So as I uh, one day was doing errands, I was out in the mall, and I started realizing all these people, and I'm like, oh my goodness, God, how are you going to reach all these people out here? And I know we're supposed to do this, but how do you do this? And so it was really weighing heavily on my heart, and I, got, I ran my errands, got back in the car, and I know it was the Holy Spirit. I looked down, and I had a stack of glow tracks in my car. Um, but it was time to go home, so I went home. <laughs> but, but the Holy Spirit was really weighing that on my heart, so the next time I go went out and, and did errands, the Holy Spirit showed me the glow tracks again, and I'm like, okay, I got to do this. How do I do this without, with, and, and be kind of normal? I, I don't, I don't want to look um, like I'm handing out things like people hand out. I, I didn't, how do I do this and, and, and uh, not be so awkward or them not think, you know, whoa, what's she giving me? So I go to the car wash, and the, the lady, the attendant, she's um, taking my license plate down, asking me what kind of car wash. And I'm answering her questions, but I'm praying at the same time. And I'm like, I got to give her one. How do I do it, God? And I'm answering her questions. And when I was going to pay her, the Holy 
Holy Spirit did it. It was so easy. It just was so comfortable. And I gave her my money and I said, hey, I want to share this with you. It's just something to read. You might find it interesting. And so she looked at it and I expected her to just walk away. She looked at it and she's all, okay, well, thank you. And I was all, okay. So I'm going through the car wash and the guy that's watering the car down, I'm like, okay, well, how could I give him one? Because he's watering the car and I'm like, you know, God, uh, you're going to have to forgive me for this one. I just can't find a time. And so I went through and, and I said, God, the next person, I know they're going to dry my car. I'm going to give them one. And so as I went through, it was this guy that looked gothic. And he had black fingernails. And I could see him as he was wiping. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't know. This one, <laughs> he's... I'm not typically scared of these type of people, but to actually give them something or try to talk to them, I, this is scary. So as he came up, I was just praying, and I gave him a tip, and I said, and, and I was looking, and I found something that looked um, kind of dark. So I thought, maybe this would kind of interest him, and I noticed it was on prophecy and I thought well God I don't know that kind of hits people hard but maybe that will interest him because of the cover how it looked and it had the universe on it and it's actually a beautiful track and so I handed it to him with the tip and he looked at me and he's all thank you and I said yeah just something that you know you might find interested, interesting. And I know this was a Holy Spirit because I actually started saying more. And I said, yeah, just read it. And um, there's some interesting things in there. And, and so, he, so I drove away and I looked in my rearview mirror and he leaned up against the building and he was looking at it. Praise so I'm like, Lord. oh my goodness, I know this is a Holy Spirit that is working. And just one more the same day, I went to buy some facial products. And I know all about the products, but... I thought, I'm going to spend more time with her. <laughs> and so I was just really friendly, and she was telling me things I already knew, but I was just, oh, oh, and how about this one? And so she told me more. And so as I was paying, we kind of developed a little friendship there. Now, I know she was trying to sell me things too, Amen. But, Amen. but as I gave it to her, I just saw her face light up. And so we never know what people might need and like I said it took Amen. me out of my comfort zone but the Holy Spirit is really working and he's planting these seeds and I have a friend right here Nancy that's very shy and she says she just goes and leaves the glow tracks like in the store she'll kind of slide it in where the products are you know any way you can get them out I know Amen. my sister will stop and um, for the homeless, and she'll give them glow tracks. So it's all about planting the seeds and asking the Holy Spirit, asking God to take us out of those comfort zones. Because I know that we all want our Lord Jesus Christ to come so Amen. soon, and we need to finish that work. So pass out those glow tracks. Amen. Amen. She says something interesting, which reminded me of a quote from uh, Testimonies, Volume 1. There are many honest souls who might be brought to embrace the truth by this means alone. My testimony is much like the one you just heard. Uh, my name is Scott Cady. I work with Signs of the Times in Nampa, Idaho. And it's been my privilege to work with the GLOW Ministry and the various conferences who are associated with that. And I've, I've heard a number of these stories and my heart has been inspired Amen. as I have listened. Very quickly, just this last summer, returning from ASI, uh, that was in Phoenix, I, I travel a fair amount in my work, and when I go to conferences and conventions, I often wear a shirt like this. You may not be able to see it from out there, but this says Signs of the Times. And I was returning uh, early Sunday morning, going back to Idaho, in line there at the airport. It, it's early. Everyone's in a hurry. Everyone is late. I was late. Going to miss my flight. I have my boarding pass, my driver's license. I step up to the TSA person. You know how they are there. And I had, I don't know, maybe 100 people standing behind me. He looks at my driver's license, my boarding pass, and he looks at me and sees my shirt. He says, what signs of the times? <laughs> I thought maybe he thought I was some, some religious nut or something, but he said, is it religious? I said, well, yes, it is. He said, well, what is it? I said, it, it, it's a monthly magazine that helps people prepare for the soon return of Jesus. Hmm. He wow. said, wow. He says, do you have any of those with you? And I said, No. <laughs> Shame on me, huh? 
But in my computer bag, I did have some pocket signs. You know, the, you've seen those, the small little ones. I said, I don't have any of the magazines, but I have what we call pocket signs, and I'll give you some of those if you'll wait just a minute. Meanwhile, I was getting a lot of angry looks from people behind me. I fly a fair amount. Never, ever before have I been engaged in conversation by these guys. They're not chatty people. So I took my bag over to the table, fished out two or three pocket signs, I think on the Sabbath and the second advent and, and prophecy, and I went back to his desk. I slapped him down on his desk, and I said, there you go. I hope you have a nice day. He said, oh, thanks, thanks a lot. Amen. Hmm. I was impressed with two things. First of all, when God gave James and Ellen White over 130 years ago a vision for signs of the times and literature ministry, I believe he understood what he was doing. It's true. I think it's a vision that's going to grow brighter till Jesus comes again. Amen. Signs of the times, as old as it may be, still speaks to contemporary people. That's I'm true. convinced of that. Secondly, we have no idea who might be interested in the gospel. That's true. We have no idea. That's true. This is the last guy I would have thought who might have been interested in religion. So my word to you this morning, by way of my personal testimony, is... It's our job to sow the seed. That's what God has called us to do. And I believe firmly in my heart that he's going to take care of the harvest. Amen. Amen. He said something that uh, reminded me that we oftentimes uh, leave our homes or our houses and we forget to carry these little tracks. And uh, Ellen White here in Review and Herald said, carry with you wherever you go a package of select tracks which you can hand out as you have opportunity. Important results will follow. So let's ask the Holy Spirit to help us carry them. You know, we are inadequate, but the Holy Spirit can help us remember. Whew. Do you feel the energy? Yes. All right, being with, being with these young people, uh, as you can see, I'm not one of the kids. That's all right. No, uh, in fact, I've been around quite a number of decades. Uh, but you see, it's all good. we all can do what she's talking about. The Lord told us that we should scatter our literature as the leaves of autumn. Yes. And it would not return void. Amen. So uh, as a senior citizen, uh, what started some 50 years ago, I was so excited about the message that God had given us. And my husband and I made a habit of carrying literature with us whenever we went on a vacation on an airplane or in the restrooms or in cars or in motels, wherever we were, to leave literature. And then this has come up. You know, we need an army of youth right here in the last days. Do we not have an army of young people? Anyway, I want to say praise the Lord for each one of you being here. And uh, my testimony uh, is, I mean, it could go on for all day, but you know, they told me to quick, be quick, so I have to do that. And uh, we have handed out literature in around series and uh, Modesto, and we've had some wonderful experiences. I've had some uh, come up to me and ask me if I would leave some in a laundry, a laundromat, because some of the people there would like to have some. So I took them over to the lady, and she says, oh, yes, a lot of people want these. So I left them there, and uh, then some of the people who are in wheelchairs have asked if they could have some so they could hand out. So we have done some of that, too. And as we've handed them out at different places, it's getting a little more difficult to find places to give out because many are saying no, but Kmart was still with us. And so we were able to hand out steps to Christ. We had a burden. I had a burden. I looked at these people and I said, they need more than, than, than glow. This is wonderful, but we need to give them something more concrete that they can walk with God with. Hmm. And so we gave them uh, steps to Christ for a long time there. Amen. And uh, there are many in our church who are gray-haired, and they don't feel like going out or standing on a corner or whatever. And so... I suggested up in front, well, if you can't do that, why don't you put the low pamphlet in all of your bills that you send back to the PG&E, the electric bill, or whatever it is? And so they, some of them were doing that. And one lady came up to me and said, Millie, I've got something to tell you. And I said, oh, what is it? Hmm. Well, she said, I sent out this, I believe it's the one that says, does 
Is there anyone that does cares for you? Is that the one? Does God care that I'm hurting? Does God care that I'm hurting? She sent that out. Thank you. And she said, I received a, a, a note back. And I said, what? She says, yes. The person that received it wrote her a note saying how much I needed that, that wow. paper just at that time. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Isn't Praise God, God good? Amen. Did I tell you? I am Millie Brown from Ceres. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Share with us, Jonathan. My name is Jonathan Prakash, and I'm from the Arizona Conference. <coughs> and uh, back in November, I was flying here to California for a funeral, and I had a two-hour layover in L.A., and so I thought, Lord, give me an opportunity to share some glow with someone. I want to I share it with someone here. And so it was in the evening. I went to California Pizza Kitchen to get a little bit of dinner, and I got a little uh, soup, and the lady that was serving me the soup, she spoke Spanish, and so I started to talk a little bit of Spanish with her. And she got excited, and we had a nice conversation. I gave her a glow as I left, and I went and ate my soup. I didn't like my soup, and I was going to throw it away. But, I, you know, something told me, go back and get a bag. Go back and get a bag and save it. And so I thought, well, okay, I'll, I'll go do that. So I went back, and the same lady was there, and she said, that little tract you gave me, I read it, and I loved it. Do you have any more? And so I pulled out four or five more titles and gave them to her, and she said, yeah, I've been a Christian for about eight years and uh, I have teenage sons, and it's hard to get them into the Bible and into, you know, this whole religion. But these things are so perfect because they're the easy Lord. to read, and, and they're attractive, and they're going to love it. Thank you so much. Psalm chapter 4, verse 6 says, There be many that say, Who will show us any good? Lord, lift thou up the light of thy countenance Amen. upon us. When we make ourselves available, God will make us glow. Amen. Share with us. Good morning, church. Um, on our way over here, we were on E, and that didn't stop us. We were still rejoicing, and lo and behold, the sign said gas station. So we got there, and we took our tracks out, and we had our glow. And as we went into the ladies' room, I, I thought of giving it out. So this lady said, no, 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 no. I don't want any. Hmm. So anyway, something said to me, don't get discouraged. Keep, keep on giving it out. So I gave it out to two other ladies, and they were so excited. They said, this is just what we needed. Amen. And the glow was about the Bible is true. And so I just want to read this text to go along with it. Have the attitude of Christ. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together in his spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Amen. Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another, and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Amen. Philippians 2, 1, 3. Uh, as I was coming up in um, co-portraying, uh, one of my instructors said that this was going to be the last job, and I do believe it. Uh, I met Viera, she came over to our church and she introduced it to us and that's how I got into it back again in these last days. Amen, amen. Thank you for sharing that. Come on over. Um, I just want to share this quick testimony from Kern River Valley SDA Church here in California. Uh, Don and Diane Randleman, they just sent this message saying, we always carry them around with us and find different places to put them. They will be going to Cuba for a mission trip, and we will be taking Spanish glows with us. These pieces of literature are so small and easy to give. We are excited about sharing the gospel through literature, so small yet so powerful. Share with Amen. us. Hello, my name is Michelle, and I live here in Fresno. 
Once in a while, um, during my days off, I help my friends at the conference office, and I follow up on the Bible studies that they receive um, from GLOW. So one of the Bible study contacts, um, she, she was actually um, on the message on the phone, and I noticed that her accent was Filipino. I was like, this is great. I will follow up on this. Um, so I went to follow up, and um, I found out that another thing in common we had in common was that she's also a nurse. Um, so we really, we connected very well, and um, we started having Bible studies, and it, it went great. She's very accepting of so many things, but one of the main things that um, really touched her, I, I think that was the landmark of when she started to turn her life around, was the simple yet amazing truth of the, of the gospel, of salvation, because she grew up Catholic, and she always thought that... Um, she had to work to be able to please God, to be able to be saved. She had to do all these things just so that she can be close to God. Um, but then she found out that even before she even thought about trying to do something to please God, he had already saved her. And that was what brought her to tears, and that's what really touched her. Amen. So I praise God for being able to be a light to our world. Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. Regarding, you know, sometimes we are afraid that uh, uh, our environments may constrict us from sharing. I have a quick testimony. At work, uh, you know, they say don't share religious things with people, but um, the Lord has opened up the opportunity. I, I work in the hospital. I'm a nurse, and so many of my patients have been able to receive the glow tracks and uh, give them ministry of healing and uh, pray with them. You know, different things that we can and do the Holy Spirit breaks down those barriers where, where when the, the laws of the land say you can't do something, then the Holy Spirit opens up ways that we can actually share. So be bold for Jesus. Good morning, brothers and sisters. My Good name morning. is Lolita Lucas. I'm a, I was a literature evangelist, and I go around knocking on doors. But the secret there is you can do it too. Amen. All of us can do it Amen. because our, the power is God. It's Jesus is the power. So you don't say, oh, I'm ashamed. No. You just have to be willing to be used by the Lord. Amen. That's the only one. Now, I do this one. I have here, return, Jesus returned the hope of the world. I go to Walmart and every place in, uh, here in um, that big mall here, I bring boxes there. Nobody said to me, they don't do that. Hmm. Because they walk, there are all hundreds and hundreds of people walking, just giving and giving, giving. Amen. I tell Amen. you, you can do that too. Amen. And so I, and I knock at the door, the, the secret in knocking at the door, you pray first at the door. And then you pray, exalt Jesus, and to ask him to help you because we have no power. You have the power. Jesus is the power. Amen. So you have to pray. It's your prayer. And then, Lord, give me some people here. Then when you knock at the door, open the door, oh, who are you? I am a liturgical evangelist. I am Lolita Lucas. I'm a uh, missionary nurse. I would like to tell you, invite you for our church to here in our church, very close to you, you know, because I am in the Fresno Seventh-day Adventist Church, right here in uh, Fresno, uh, uh, Asian. And all the neighbors in the Asian, in that Asian uh, community, community mm -hmm. and I knock on doors there. And I said, it's very, very close to you to go to the, to the church. You don't have to drive, go to, and walk in. You can eat there free. And mm -hmm. so I found two families, seven children, and the other one is five children. I said, come on. And so I said, I'll come here every afternoon of the Sabbath, and I'll give you Bible study. And said, yes. So I have seven plus five, Amen. twelve people in that vicinity. Amen. Okay? Thank you. Please. Pray before you knock at the door. Amen. Okay. Amen. I love her energy. How many of you guys are already excited about doing this work? I don't know how old or young she is, but she has a lot of energy. Amen. This work is beautiful, isn't it? Amen. My experience actually begins in San Francisco. I'm a Bible worker in Turlock. And so... One of my people, I guess you could say in my area, was at a doctor's appointment. She was translating because it's an Assyrian family for her cousin, and they both are dying of cancer. Mm. And Colleen is their doctor, 
And she actually, her husband's a glow leader from my understanding, she left them with some literature and gave me their information and I was able to follow up with this lady. Amen. This lady has just recently been going through a divorce. She has four children, is dying of cancer, and her children are really confused. Her oldest daughter has been through a lot of abuse, and as we sat down for the Bible study, she was just crying, and we studied the character and love of God, and she's like, I want to learn more. She's like, I thought God didn't love me because he allowed these things to happen, but maybe God loves me. Amen. So be praying for it. I know the seeds have been planted. We plant seeds with glow, don't we? Yes, yes. But pray for the seed that is planted because I know that God wants it to reach good ground. Amen. And we can only be good ground by God's grace. Amen. One other experience I have to share with you, I actually was about to go on vacation to go visit my family for Christmas. <laughs> and I had a little piece of paper and my house mom said, oh, you got a phone call, but I picked it up. I guess they ended up calling my house. I don't know the details. But this lady in the area, has, um, her grandson at a public school went to a Bible study, a public school, after-school Bible study, and everyone received a glow track on death. I still don't know how they got it, but everyone received a glow track on death. Her husband had recently died. And so her grandson gives her this glow track. She calls asking questions, wanting to learn more. And then just one last experience. I was in a Bible study, and I always have to get my Bible out of my big purse. And so I'm trying to find my small Bible in my purse, and I'm taking everything out. And then there's Spanish glow tracks. And I'm studying with a Spanish family. He's like, could you give me those? I can give these to my friends. I was like, okay. So I gave him a huge stack of Spanish glow tracks, this is someone that is starting Bible studies, wow. and he gave them all out. He's like, my friends are wanting Bible studies too. <laughs> so I'm like, if he can do it, wow. can't we? Amen. God bless. Amen. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, another quick testimony here. Recently, after an evangelistic series, a couple is baptized, and they dedicate their four-year-old son to God and his service. And uh, they hear about GLOW, and they decide that they have to share about Jesus. And so what the father, the son, and the mother do is they take their GLOW tracks, and they go to the shopping center, and uh, the father and the four-year-old son stand at the door, and they hand it out to every person coming in and going out of the store. And talk about just immediate uh, inspiration to share as soon as they receive Christ into their hearts. Hi, my name is Amber, and I'm a Bible worker in Ceres, California, and I just had this experience the other day. Um, I was doing some errands, and I was about to go into Staples, and as a Bible worker, a lot of times you think of ministry as just going door to door, but you forget to bring your ministry into your everyday life. And um, as I was going on this errand, I asked God, I said, Lord, I really want to have a divine appointment um, here at Staples, even at Staples. And so I went into Staples, <laughs> and um, I didn't see anyone there. I didn't talk to anyone, and as I was leaving, I was wondering, what happened? I don't know why I didn't have that divine appointment I asked for. I prayed for it specifically. And um, as I was leaving, this homeless man came up to me, and he said, can I have some money? And I hesitated a little bit because I don't like to give uh, money to homeless people. I'd rather give them food. And as if, as if he read my mind, he said, um, you don't even have to give me money. Just, just bring me food. And so I said, okay, what do you want to eat? And he said, well, we can go to Carl's Jr. over there. It was just right across the parking lot. I'll meet you there. And so I said, okay, I'll buy you some food. So as I'm walking over to Carl's Jr., I think maybe I should check in my car for some glow. But the thing is, for the last two weeks, I was looking in my car for glow. Every time I saw someone that I, I wanted to pass out glow, I looked, I was like, I know I have glow in here somewhere, but I couldn't find any, and I didn't think that I had any, any glow. But I decided to check one last time. So I opened my trunk, and right smack dab in the middle of my trunk was three pieces of glow. <laughs> It's as if God hid it from my sight the previous times because he knew that this person needed it. So I, um, I brought the glow, and I went inside and bought him some food. And I was going to give him the glow and just walk out and, and uh, not spend any time with him, but something told me to stay. 
So I decided to, to stay, and, and before I even had a chance to say anything or try to figure out how to bring up a spiritual conversation, he, he says right out of clear blue, by the way, I like to read the Bible. <laughs> and I said, thank you, Lord. <laughs> he started the conversation, so I asked him um, what his favorite verse was, and he shared with me, and I shared mine. And by this time, he got his food, and and I said, do you mind if I sit down with you? And he said, no. And so we sat down and we just went into a Bible study. We started going over promises and just promises that I hadn't even thought of in a long time came mm. to my mind and I got to share it with him. Amen. And it was so beautiful. And um, uh, one of the things that was just so amazing is as he got to share with me um, his experience and his testimony, he said, you know, I've been a Christian for a while and, um, you know, I, I used to be on drugs and I went to jail, but when I was in prison, something happened. I started to read my Bible and he said, since then I've been clean for three years, but I've just praise been, praise God, and, but I've just been struggling, struggling financially. And um, he said, in fact, for the last two days, I haven't eaten anything and I've been praying that God would send me a meal. And, and I said, that's funny because I, just as I was walking into Staples, I was praying that God would send me someone that I could help. Amen. And um, with that, we kind of just looked at each other and we prayed together. And I said, I circled the phone number on the back of the glow and gave it to him. I said, check this, check out the Bible studies. They have Bible studies that you can do. And with that, he just lit up and he was so excited. He's like, I love Bible studies. I said, the only thing is they need an address to send it to. And he said, that's okay. I have uh, a friend who, who would be willing to let me use their address for, for especially Bible literature. And I said, yeah, I know that God has sent me here for a reason, so check that out. And um, as, we were, as we were leaving and he was throwing stuff away, he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make that phone call right now. Hmm. And um, so it was just a beautiful experience that reminded me that uh, ministry is not always set in stone. It can be wherever you're at, Amen. going into Amen. staples, whatever it may be. And it reminds me of um, the verse found in Isaiah 65, verse 24. It says, it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are still speaking, I will hear. Amen. Amen. How many of you guys here are being encouraged about with this testimonies? Amen. Amen. And I believe all of us can all have testimonies. There's a verse that's in Malachi that talks about how they that feared the name of the Lord thought and spoke often with one another about what God had done. And I believe all of us can have testimonies as we take up this work. Please share with us. Hi, my name is James. I uh, am a Sabbath school teacher here. And at work, I had been giving out glow tracks for months. I would, you know, hand them to people when the occasion arose. I would leave them on my desk when I cleaned up everything else. I'd just leave them there, you know, in case some of the night people wanted to look at them. And, you know, you're always kind of hoping that somebody will say something or you'll come in in the morning and one will be gone and there'll be evidence that, you know, something's really happening, only it never did. Hmm. Just months, and I was getting kind of discouraged. Then the day before Halloween this year, I went in, and of course, I'm handing out glow tracks. I handed one to a friend of mine on the State of the Dead, and she looks back and goes, oh, no, you already gave me this one. And she goes, you know, I want to thank you for giving me this. Uh, ever since I got this, I don't listen to John Edwards so much anymore. Wow. Um, you know, and she actually showed me. She had all of them. She had saved all of them. She had wow. read all of them, studied, the understood Lord. all Amen. of them, applied all of them to her life. Amen. I had no idea. Um, and then that same day, I stayed after work, I was typing up notes for Sabbath school, and a janitor walks by, and he comes up to me and goes, hey, are you that guy that has those pamphlets on his desk? <laughs> and he goes, I read those at night, and I just put them back afterwards, so I never knew. Amen. He had gone through all of them and just put them all back carefully, so I never saw one missing. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise Thanks the Lord. for sharing. Good morning to everybody. My, my name's John DeVore and I'm from Redwood City, California. I finally found something I could do was pass out glows. I cover the uh, San Francisco area, the Castro District, the Mission, and the North Beach area. I even uh, go into the uh, nightclubs and bars in those areas and pass out glows and give them to the bartenders and the patrons and I go into the tenderloin and pass them out. I go where the people are unreachable. 
Praise yeah. the Lord. And that's all for now. Amen. 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 Um, in closing here, I just want to share one more. Uh, oh, okay. How about that? You go first. Okay. Awesome. Well, I just couldn't hold myself back. Amen. Um, I had to share this testimony. When I heard of this one, it was like the mother of all glow testimonies. It made my night. I could hardly fall asleep. Um, you know, they say to not let truth get in the way of a good story, right? Right. Well, I think this is, this is actually a legitimate real story, okay? So don't disbelieve me when I share it. We have uh, uh, several churches in San Francisco that are passing out glow literature wherever they go. And one of these ladies in the churches is exceptionally bold. She Amen. happened to work, she works at a hospital, she happened to go in late at night, she got a call to work late at night, she stopped at a gas station to fill up with gas on the way over there. She saw a crowd in the gas station, so she said, hey, let me take some tracks in there with me. She picks up some tracks from her car, she walks in, uh, she sees the people, she's impatient, she says, hey, are you guys in line, I gotta get to work. Hmm. What she didn't realize is that three of the people in there were thieves and they were holding that gas station up. Wow. One of them had a gun to the back of the cashier. And, and the, they said, lady, are you crazy? We're holding this place up. And, and she's like, and she gets bold. She says, no, you need to read these. So she goes up to two of them. She gives them two glow tracks. And, and then she goes up to the guy who has the gun. She didn't see it, I don't think, behind his back. She says, and you need to read this too. It'll make you into a good man. And you need to leave that cashier alone. He's just, you know, he's just doing his job. And... And these guys are thrown off by her boldness. And they say, man, this lady's crazy. They start a slew of cussing at each other. And, you know, there's just confusion everywhere. And one of them finally says, man, this lady's going to turn us in. She talks too much. Wow. <laughs> and so they, they get up. The three robbers, they run out of the gas station. Nobody's harmed. And then the gas station guy, he comes up. He's this Indian guy. He says, lady, you just saved my life. Crazy what, what kind of materials do you have? They must be important. And, and she said, well, well, check it out. So she showed him the glow tracks. He starts reading them, and he takes a whole stack so he can pass them out at his own gas station too. Amen. 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 The Bible says that the righteous are bold as a lion. Proverbs 28, verse 1. To add on to that, I was just going to say that we are to adorn the doctrine. And this is what happens when we take these tracks with us. We are putting on Christ. We are carrying the truth with us so that we can be instant in season and out of seasons. And these testimonies do testify to the fact that when we're in and out of season, that we're able, God is able to really use us in very opportune times when people are in need for truth. God bless. Praise the Lord. Isn't he great? Uh, I've talked with the lawyers, and they've said I've got to make a disclaimer, however, about glow work. That if, if the joy turns to ecstasy and lasts for more than four hours, you know, see a doctor or whatever. But you, got, <laughs> you have to be careful, because there is so much joy in working for God. Is that right? Amen. Amen. So anyway, we don't want anybody having heart attacks and strokes and things like that. By the way, I should tell you that dear Mildred there wanted to tell you she's in her 80s for all this energy and gray hair she's talking about. She's out there doing glow, so praise the Lord for that. <laughs> Anyway, um, you are all here in answer to prayer. You know that. Um, I've been praying for a long time for God to raise up laborers for his church. And it's not about paid professionals. It's not about, uh, you know, the pastors or the president of the conference or anything else. It's about everybody being the priesthood of all believers. That's the word of God. That's the spirit of prophecy. And until that happens, we're not going home. So praise God. We got our balcony full up there, and uh, we're just hoping next year we'll have to go somewhere bigger, have to satellite it off somewhere or whatever. Uh, and it's not about the rally either, though. It's about doing it. So praise God for that. I, I think about my dad. I'm going to see him at the resurrection. He died in 1990. He uh, didn't start out as an Adventist, but came along the way and was. And by 1950, he was a literature evangelist, literature evangelist leader for 40 years. And when he was 80, in 1990, he was still canvassing when he died. And so anyway, I just, uh, Dad's big heart concern was that the literature work was going down. These big sets of books with the credit and, and all of that, and there were less literature evangelists that could survive, and he just was afraid us young bucks were going to lose it. <laughs> you know, we just weren't in it, and we weren't going to keep it going. But I thank God, and I'm going to tell Dad on Resurrection Morning, that we're getting a lot more big books out now through the Student LE program and through GLOW literature and all that kind of thing than we ever did through selling the big sets. And that was good, too. 
But I thank God that he's working through the MAGA books and through so many other ways because that last angel is going to work, the three angels through that. Spreading so rapidly, Europe, uh, it's over in Europe, they're going over there now. Uh, they're going everywhere around the world. We just praise God for what he's doing. So keep praying, will you, for GLOW? And I'm here to talk about prayer and get us praying in just a minute because, um, you know, we can, I suppose we could become obnoxious with this thing, couldn't we? And uh, Jesus said, he awakens me morning by morning in prophecy, Isaiah 50, verse 4, so that he'll give me a word in season to give to the one who's weary. So I just want to say to you, the most important thing, perhaps, is that we keep connected, that we are abiding in Christ, that he's filling us so that as we go out, he, we can, it's not us, but it's Jesus in us. And he says, that's the one over there, because Jesus was able to look at the crowd and know who needed him, and he was able to be where he was. And when a village came to him and said, why don't you come over and heal us today again, like you did yesterday? He said, no, I can't come to you today. I've got to go over here, because he had the Spirit's wisdom to know what to do and how to do it and when to do it. So... I want to be that way. I want to be doing what Jesus wants and in his way, as well as we do this. And the providential openings, we pray for that. God will put us just where we need to be. You've heard the stories today, and it's so exciting. I just want to tell you two or three of mine. Uh, you know, I love my, my glow tracks, too, and keep them with me. I was on a plane here recently, sitting next to a guy who was not practicing it, but he, in belief, worldview, he was a, an Orthodox Jew. So we had a wonderful conversation, Adventist with Jew, talking about the Sabbath, talking about his uh, beliefs about Orthodox uh, Judaism. And I didn't have in my pocket the ones I needed, but I had them in my briefcase. So carry extra along with you. I was able, before the plane landed, to get up and get my one on Daniel 2, 2300 days, and the Sabbath, and leave them with my brother before we left the plane. So we have a lot in common with a lot of people, including Muslims and others along the way. Um, I could go on telling you other stories. The stewardess coming out of Fresno just last time I was on a flight. Um, I was reading the Bible. There's lots of ways to glow. Reading the scriptures on plane, having your worship is a good way to do it. And she leaned over to me. She says, what's the good word today? <laughs> and I said, are you a Christian? She says, yeah. And I said, so I told her the text I was reading, but then she came and sat down behind me on the plane to do some paperwork so I was able to turn around and say, here's the, the word I like the best. And I gave her the second coming track. So... Anyway, there's always a way. One last story from me, and that is uh, Janet. By the way, Janet wanted so much to be here with you today, but she got a really banger of a cold about two days ago and dizzy and everything, decided she better not make you all sick because we want you out giving out tracks. So she's praying for us. But <clears throat> anyway, we have a lot of fun doing GLOW. And, uh, you know, we're always leaving them in restaurants or motels or wherever we are giving to people. But after her father died uh, some months ago, we were on our way to the airport in Orlando, and... Uh, we were going through these toll booths on the toll road going around to the airport. And uh, so we came to this toll booth, and uh, Janet was sitting on the, in the shotgun there, and she handed me, you know, she looked at me, and I said, okay, so she, she handed me two glow tracks to give to this person. Now, I'm, I'm fairly cautious in thinking about it at times. I said, two? I said, you know, it's kind of over, you know, we can overdose this person, you know. <laughs> And it hurt her feelings, you know, a little bit, because she had prayed, and God had impressed her she ought to give two. So anyway, I gave one to the person and didn't give the other one. Well, that, you know, then the little tension in the marriage, you know, as you're driving along towards the next toll booth. <laughs> she was supposed to give two, and I only gave one. So anyway, come to the next booth. So I said, here. She said, no, I'm not giving you one. <laughs> so anyway, um, we had our little discussion. Finally, she gave me one, gave it to the lady at the toll booth. She said, are you guys Christians? We said, yeah. She said, man, I just moved to Orlando here. I'm looking for a church. And, and uh, we said, well, his, her brother's a, a pastor here. So we shared information, that kind of stuff. And so, you know, it's just neat to see what God will do. I can tell you stories all day, but just keep them with you because God will tell you the time and the place for it. Um, but prayer I, is so important as we're doing this thing, to be providentially the right place. The, uh, Philip was where the Ethiopian eunuch was needing help, needing instruction. So the call is Ephesians 6, 18 and 19. This is an interesting one. At the end of the, the uh, putting on the armor passages, Paul is talking about prayer. And if you just read how, much, how many times he says to pray, folks, it opens the doors in the great controversy. God needs us to pray. Just this last week, um, I'm headed to a meeting. It was a very difficult meeting this day. I was up early, and I'm praying, and I felt God was telling me to do something in this meeting that I needed to do to kind of break through some things. And it turned out to be something that really needed to happen. I told Janet what I was felt, felt I should do. It had to do with my own uh, humility, I guess, and, and vulnerability and sharing an apology. Um, she said, that's amazing, because God got me up at 2.30 this morning. And I, when he gets me up like that, I don't know what he wants me to pray about, but I know he needs something. So I was asking him, and he got me to pray that you would apologize in that meeting. 
So I don't know how it all works, but I think God will call us to pray about what we need to do if we keep opening ourselves up to him. But Paul says this, praying always, verse 18, with all prayers and supplications in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplications for all saints. And then he says this for him, and pray for me that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. You think Paul needed to be bold? That's not how I see it. But I need to be more bold in sharing the gospel with everybody. So we want to pray now and take about five to seven minutes to just pray together. Twos, if threes, whatever. I invite you to make sure you know who the people are, but don't take long talking. Let's get right into prayer. Each person, give a thanks, share a prayer request that's on your heart today, and pray for the Holy Spirit to come on you and for your ministry for GLOW or whatever he's calling you to in ministry. Pray around through the twos or threes. And make sure that everybody gets their prayer requests prayed for. They may have a real heart burden today, and we don't want anybody to go away without knowing that God has had an extra opportunity for two or three to agree together about those prayer requests. So let's just go into prayer. Somebody near you there, get the names, then start right into prayer. And pray more than once if it seems appropriate. We'll give you about five to seven minutes and just want you to, I'll, we'll call it to a close at the end. <clears throat>